Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am Mark Hedegar. I'm blessed, honored, and humbled to be the pastor at Salisbury Center, United Methodist Church, where we expect miracles, recognize miracles, and celebrate miracles together. The vision here at Salisbury Center is to love God and others, to serve as an example, to plant seeds of hope, and to nurture one another so that we can make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Amen. Uh, I do have an announcement this morning, and that is basically, thank you, veterans. All you veterans out there who uh, have protected us or are protecting, protecting us right now, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. America loves her veterans, that's for sure. Um, we have some things going on this week. Men's group will meet Wednesday at 6 o'clock at the church. Women's group will meet Wednesday at 6 o'clock at the church. And we will be meeting Saturday at 11.15 for our church conference. Now, probably those of you at home won't have anything to do with that. Uh, if you do, call me and I'll, I'll give you directions on where we have to meet. But uh, the church conferences, our annual conference that we have and vote on our leaders in the church. And hopefully we will be voting on uh, the disaffiliation with the uh, district supervisor, uh, superintendent present. So uh, some, some good things going on this week. This morning's memory verse comes from Malachi 4, 1, Malachi 4, 1. It reads, See, the day is coming, burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and all evildoers will be stubble. The day that comes shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for the freedom you've given to us and for the price that was paid by Christ so we could live free. We remember today the cost of it all, the great sacrifice for freedom. We thank you for the brave who have fought and continue to fight so courageously for our nation. We ask for your covering and blessing over them and their families. We pray that you would be gracious and encircle them with your peace. We pray for your great favor and goodness to be evident in their lives. Please be with the men and women in uniform who serve our communities and nation every single day. We ask you to provide your protection, that you would be their guiding force who leads the way and their rear guard who keeps them safe from behind. Lord, we know how powerful you are. All have heard of your great name, and we ask that you would indeed be the wind beneath their wings, the power behind their efforts and the heart behind their service as they are on the front lines against evil in our world today. Help them to walk wisely and stay covered in your armor. Give them godly discernment. Help them to be men and women of prayer, realizing this is where their greatest help comes from. Help them to stay united and strong, bold and resolute, determined and unwavering. Thank you that in our nation today we are free to worship. We're free to pray. We're free to read your word. We're free to speak. We're 
free to share. For this, we are incredibly grateful. Thank you that as believers, we can, we can be assured you never leave us and you are always with us in this life and the next. We pray all this in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Please join me in the call to worship. God is ready to answer us even before we call. God is eager to listen, though we're not ready to speak. The hills sing together before God's presence. All of nature proclaims God's glory. Make a joyful nose, noise to God, all people of the earth. We rejoice in all that God is creating. Worship God with great joy and delight. We welcome God's healing touch in our midst. Amen. This morning's Lady Scripture comes from Luke chapter 21, 5 through 19. Luke 21, 5 through 19. When some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, he said, as for these things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another. All will be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? And he said, Beware that you are not led astray. For many will come in my name and say, I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for these things must take place first, but the end will not follow immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and plagues, and there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. But before all this occurs... They will arrest you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defense in advance, for I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed, even by parents and siblings, by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name. But not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. Amen and praise God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We move to joys and concerns today, and there's a mixture of both, of course, throughout the church and the community. Uh, Cliff is home from the hospital, our firefighter we've been praying for, and he is doing very well. Uh, the little baby that we were praying for, the one-month-old, is home and doing very well. Um, unfortunately, we have um, experienced some loss in families. We want to keep them lifted. And I would ask you to uh, keep my buddy Mr. H in your prayers as he goes through testing for cancer. Let us pray. Father God, it, it's difficult to fully let go of our anxiety or the world around us when we can't see evidence of all that you're doing. 
when we can't understand or see your purpose or plan. Today we pause and remind ourselves of our dependency on you. For we know in our hearts that our circumstances and futures are touched by your hands. Isaiah 55, 8 reminds us that our thoughts are not your thoughts and that our ways are not your ways. When we're struggling to see your plans clearly, we ask for that inner peace that only you can supply. So today, Lord, we purposefully, even urgently, say again that we choose to believe in you. We know that it's often in the most challenging times that you are most at work. Thank you for being the one who gives us the strength to help each other and to see distinctly the choices we face. As we scan our personal horizons, we know we must also look to you alone for the power and possibility that is our future. We ask for your guidance so we might walk fully in your path, a path that you have blessed. We also ask for your your face to shine on us individually and as a nation. Please bring to fulfillment all that you've given us to do in the year ahead. Give us a heart of wisdom to hear your voice and then make our footsteps firm. Please make us strong through your favor and grace. Amen. The title to this morning's message is Ali, Ali Oxenfree. Ali, Ali Oxenfree. Most of us would agree last week was a tough message. It was tough to give and tough to hear. But the feedback I received this week assured me it was a message that needed to be told. The truth is not always easy to hear. Sometimes it cuts to the bone, even to the one giving it. Trust me, it's not always easy being a preacher, or at least a preacher that teaches biblical truth, and I I do thank the many encouraging phone calls and text messages I received this week. But as I've said before, when the Spirit gives me a message, I preach it. I think we all agree that it has been a tough three years for all of us. So much sickness and death, confusion and sadness, so much anger. I've spent the past two weeks praying with my best friend who's in his 80s. He's been in terrible pain for about three months and doctors have been unable to pinpoint why. Well, he was admitted to the hospital Thursday night and immediately underwent testing for cancer. They suspect it's in his lungs, one kidney, and possibly his bones. I visited him Friday and this morning, laying hands on him, and I I prayed over him. During a period of silence, I heard a, a voice in my head. It was my voice crying out, Enough! How much more can I take? When will things get back to normal? And then I believe I heard an answer. I needed a time out. Remember when we were kids playing a game and needed a break or heard our mom's call to us? We declared a time out. Anyone remember that? I still do it with my youngest grandson. I think he's seven. I know he's not in diapers and he can't drive yet, so he's somewhere in between that age bracket. Anyway, the boy loves to wrestle and box and he loves to be tickled. 
He'd go for hours if he could. And I would too. But I just can't anymore. So when I get tired, I call a timeout. And thankfully, he understands and respects the request. So as I was sitting in that hospital, imagining the worst for my friend, trying to control my emotions, I was led to declare a timeout. A timeout from all those distractions we talked about last week. A timeout from the COVID pandemic. A timeout from problems in our denomination, our schools, and most recently the results of the election. And a timeout from imagining the worst for my friend. As Jesus asked, and I quoted last week, he said, And which of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your span of life? If then you are not able to do so small a thing as that, why do you worry about the rest? We acknowledge God is never glorified by our worries because it shows a lack of faith in his promises and the sacrifice of his son. I read somewhere, worry occurs as a result of being shaped by the world instead of being shaped by God. So, as I sat there worrying, I remembered Renee Wright's quote. When we spend time and energy worrying about the what-ifs, we completely miss the opportunity to celebrate the what-is. So today, I'm going to ask you all to take a deep breath and join me in a timeout as we celebrate the what is. Are you ready? Let's do a partial list. I'm sure you can think of more, but let's start with this. Our church has witnessed people coming to Christ and accepting him as their Lord and Savior, praise God. We've seen addictions broken, marriages restored, and relationships strengthened in our congregation. God has blessed us with an increase in the number of people attending or listening to our service. Testimonies of healing have been shared as a result of answered prayers. We've reached out into the community like never before, blessing our neighbors in ways that witness to Christ's presence in our hearts and our lives. Together, we've declared to be obedient to God's written word and separate from a denomination that's become more worldly than godly. Our church leaders are exploring creative ways to create disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Children attend our Sunday services and youth group gatherings, hearing the truth to counteract the lies of the world. We've had an increase of formal church memberships, reaffirmations, and baptisms. Church members find more and more excuses to to spend time with each other apart from the world, sharpening each other as iron sharpens iron. The Holy Spirit's work has manifested himself in the hearts of our people. I've seen forgiveness offered and accepted after years and years of quarreling. Testimonies of healing have been shared as a result of our prayers being heard and answered. I've witnessed an increased hunger for God's written word. 
I see people opening their Bibles during scripture readings, and that basket of scripture cards are nearly emptied every Sunday. We need, I need to remember the what is far outweighs the what ifs. And God is the what is. God, our loving Father, God, our Creator. Have we forgotten His power? Have we forgotten His majesty, His hand in our lives? I'd like you to open your Bibles and turn to Psalm 104 with me this morning. Psalm 104. This is a psalm I... I like to go back to when I need to focus on just who God is and what he's done, not just for mankind, but the world. It's one of my favorites. So let's celebrate our God, the creator, and God, the provider, who creates order in the midst of chaos. Let us read. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with honor and majesty, wrapped in light as with a garment. You stretch out the heavens like a tent. You set the beams of your chambers on the waters. You make the clouds your chariot. You ride on the wings of the wind. You make the winds your messenger, fire and flame your ministers. You set the earth on its foundation so that it shall never be shaken. You cover it with a deep as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains. At your rebuke, they flee. At the sound of your thunder, they take to flight. They rose up to the mountains, ran down to the valleys, to the place that you appointed for them. You set a boundary that they may not pass, so they might not again cover the earth. You make springs gush forth in the valleys. They flow between the hills, giving drink to every wild animal. The wild asses quench their thirst. By the streams, the birds of the air have their habitation. They sing among the branches. From your lofty abode, you water the mountains. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of your work. You cause the grass to grow for the cattle and plants for people to cultivate, to bring forth food from the earth and wine to gladden the human heart, oil to make the face shine, and bread to strengthen the human heart. The trees of the field are watered abundantly, the cedars of Lebanon that he planted. In them the birds build their nests. The stork has its home in the fir trees. The high mountains are for the wild goats. The rocks are a refuge for the conies. You've made the moon to mark the seasons. The sun knows, the sun knows it's time for setting. You make darkness and it's night when all the animals of the forest come creeping out. The young lion roars for their prey, seeking their food from God. When the sun rises, they withdraw and lie down in their dens. People go out to their work and to their labor until the evening. Oh, Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, great and wide. Creeping things innumerable are there. Living things, both small and great. There go the ships and Leviathan that you form to sport in it. 
They all look to you to give them their food in due season. When you give to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works, who looks on the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have being. May my meditation be pleasing to him, for I rejoice in the Lord. Let sinners be consumed from the earth, and let the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord indeed. As we take this time out this week, I'd like to remember our Creator. I'd like to sing praises to Him this week. Let's remember his promise to never fail us or forsake us in Deuteronomy 31.6. It reads, be strong and bold. Have no fear or dread of them because it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Let's believe, truly believe the words in John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Let's take this week to find our security and hope in God as revealed in his son, Jesus Christ, his sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection. When our faith is struggling or the worries of the world seem to overwhelm us, we need to turn to scripture for inspiration and encouragement. Romans 10, 17 tells us, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Hebrews 11, 1 teaches us, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. We have to take this time out and see past the distractions of the world, past the distractions of the enemy. We need to Find a verse or two and cling to them this week, reciting them over and over. Let's renew our hope, increase our faith, and get our blood pressure back where it should be. We're commanded to fear not and live by faith in the Lord throughout the Bible. Isaiah 41 tells us, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Now, that doesn't mean we bury our heads in the sand and pretend things aren't happening. It means we hold our heads up and trust God even though they are happening. God's got this, brothers and sisters. Whatever this is, he's got it. So let's Take a time out. Let's arm ourselves with God's promises through a spoken word and call out Ali, Ali, oxen free. Ali, 
Ali Oxenfree. According to Wikipedia, Ali Ali Oxenfree is a catchphrase or truce term used in children's games such as hide and seek, capture the flag, and kick the can to indicate that players who are hiding can come out into the open without losing the game. Anybody else remember that? I played all those games. Hide and seek, capture the flag, and kick the can. Well, as I sat in that hospital room, I looked back and I, I wondered, perhaps my faith has been hiding as the distractions mounted over the past three years. Perhaps my faith has been slowly beat down without me even realizing it like that frog in the boiling water that we talked about before. And maybe, just maybe, I'm not the only one that needs to hear the call Ali Ali oxen free this morning. Let's call our faith out from hiding. The game of being distracted and beat down is over. All are free to come out and come back to trusting God in everything. Our Father wants only the best for us. We hear him in Jeremiah 29, 11. He says, for surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for your welfare and not for harm. To give you a future with hope. As Lyle reminded me the other day, when we look back and see that single set of footprints in the sand, we need to remember it's because Christ was carrying us through those hard times. <coughs> Excuse me. He never left us. He carried us. So let's not fear the dark forces of this world and the trials we meet, but instead place our hope firmly in our Lord Jesus Christ. I end this morning with Psalm 56.3. Write it down. Put it on your mirror, your phone. Put it on your dashboard. Stick it on your forehead. But you need to read it with faith and confidence every time you need to. Psalm 56.3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. When I am afraid... I put my trust in you. May it be so. Let us pray. Father God, your presence reassures us in times of uncertainty and terror. We pray for wisdom and courage to discern your purposes in every time and place. Help us to stand for the best we know, even if it invokes derision or betrayal. Help us from being led astray by competing voices that compromise your intentions for us and all people. May we who seek to be the church of Jesus Christ never become weary of doing what is right. Father God, you rule all the peoples of the earth. We lift up our duly elected leaders and public servants, those who serve as president, as legislators and judges, those in the military and law enforcement. Inspire their minds and give them the vision of truth and justice that by their leadership, our country may come together as one. Heal us from our differences. Unite us, O oh Lord, with a common purpose, dedication, and commitment to achieve liberty and justice in the years ahead for all people, especially those who are most vulnerable in our midst. Amen.
Amen. We move to the offering this morning, and I want to remind you we have the opportunity to give thanks through our offering of ourselves and our possessions. We can't repay God for our lives, our minds, or the abundance of resources we enjoy. But we can respond with acts of gratitude and kindness, with generosity and thanksgiving. As you all know, we, we don't even pass the plate in the church anymore. Uh, giving is a choice between uh, God and mankind. So we just, every Sunday, we just ask people to pray and whatever the Holy Spirit puts on their hearts to, to follow through with that. For those of you who are listening at home, <laughs> you've heard the call. We get the, we get the offerings every month in here from you guys, and I thank you so much. And I love telling the church about it. I love uh, bragging to the church that, you know, God doesn't just reach those inside the walls. He reaches out into the community, and I thank you for being obedient. Let us pray. Father God, it's so easy for us to become distracted that we wander off the path you've put before us. The chaos of the world around us catches our attention, and we neglect the inner journey that keeps us closer to you. As we set aside this time to bring our gifts to you, may you draw our attention back to the wisdom and guidance you put before us. And may it lead us to endurance that will carry us to your presence. In Christ we pray. Amen. As we end the message, I would ask you to go out into a world that needs new visions. Bring the message of hope and love, of justice and peace to all you meet this week. And now receive the benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Amen. Until we meet again, brothers and sisters, may God bless and keep each and every one of you. Please stay safe, stay connected, and stay in his word. God bless you all.